0: Thank you. Clark County Today is presented by Connell Real Estate. Hire an agent, get a team. Learn more by visiting connellrealestate.com.
1: Hi everyone, Jacob Graneman here with your Friday night edition of the Clark County Today update. Clark County ended the week adding 272 new cases of COVID-19 with seven more deaths reported. To date, there have been 127 deaths in Clark County blamed on the virus, though 10 of those deaths are still under investigation. Clark County Public Health says 1,045 people have been considered an active case, meaning they're still within 10 days of positive test or symptoms onset. Even with that, so many daily cases and hospitalizations for COVID-19 have dropped this week as of of today, there are 41 confirmed and 10 suspected cases in Clark County hospitals, accounting for just over 8% of bed space. That's down from more than 13% last week. The usage of ICU and acute care beds topped 80% as of today, meaning hospitals may be sending less serious COVID-19 cases home in order to preserve bed capacity for people with more serious illnesses. It hasn't exactly been a gallop, but the process of clarifying rules for equestrian businesses in Clark County took a step forward this week. The county council instructed the code enforcement department and other staff to move forward with a task force made up of industry stakeholders. They'll be tackling issues raised two years ago and amplified earlier this year after investigations into several complaints led code enforcement to notify several horse boarding businesses they were out of compliance. Those businesses said getting up to code would cost tens of thousands of and require them to soundproof their barns, install sprinkler systems, and apply for hugely expensive building permits. The group will look at how to define private versus public horse businesses, as well as whether less complex agricultural industry rules could apply to equestrian facilities, many of which were built on former agricultural land. The task force could be formed by early next year and present potential code changes for consideration before the end of the year. After hearing ideas and new strategies last month, Vancouver City Council voted unanimously Monday to extend the moratorium on bulk fossil fuel facilities in the city another six months, allowing staff to continue crafting the city's climate change strategy. During Monday's virtual meeting, council members heard robust public comment in favor of not only the moratorium extension, but an eventual complete ban on oil and gas facilities in the city. While many who presented public testimony were climate advocates or adult residents, a large portion of the more than 30 people who testified were high school students from Clark County. The students included leaders of local school environmental clubs as well as youth concerned with the future of the Pacific Northwest. Many spoke to the economic benefits of preventing future fuel facilities from establishing themselves in Vancouver and at the port. One student said they believe that the moratorium and potential ban could give her generation peace of mind that accidents like oil train fires would not occur. There was no public comment in opposition of the action. The council will address more elements of the city's climate change plans next week. For more information, check back soon for the full story. No school might mean no school play, but that's not the case at Ridgefield High School. The young performers there got creative and this weekend they'll be streaming It's a Wonderful Life radio play. Here's Paul Valencia with a story of one high school's theater keeping their craft alive during the pandemic.
0: The stage went dark when COVID-19 hit. The stage, however, is just a platform. Students in the Ridgefield High School Theater Department changed that platform, and now they are ready to debut their performance of It's a Wonderful Life, a radio play. With an emphasis on voice acting and sound effects, this classic will be like a big Zoom call. With the performers adapting to the times we are living in, while giving us a blast from the past. Students also had to find their own sound effects from household items.
1: First sound. <coughs> you cry. See.
0: And my personal favorite, they found a way to mimic the sound of a rotary phone. The students I interviewed for this story had never used a rotary phone. The performers had to use their talents from home in front of cameras.
1: George, there's a rumor around town that you've closed your doors. Is that true?
0: It's A Wonderful Life, A Radio Play is online, on demand, Saturday and Sunday. Please see our story on ClarkCountyToday.com with a link and an access code to watch for free.
1: Looking for a unique reminder of 2020 to add to your Christmas decorations? Local artist Bev Birdwell has created some COVID-themed Christmas tree ornaments. Each character is wearing a mask and guaranteed to put a smile on your face.
2: Hi, I'm Bev Birdwell and I have Arts Desire Art Studio in Vancouver and we're here at Camus Gallery with uh, our creations for uh, the season with uh, the toilet paper, the, the, the pandemic, trying to have some lighthearted Christmas cheer with them. So we've been painting ornaments, hand painting them each one at a time. And uh, so they all have masks on. And here's Mr. and Mrs. Santa trying to kiss, and Santa with his toilet paper, uh, Santa with the flag, and his little snowman friend is saluting the flag. Uh, well, we've been doing them every year, obviously not with the masks on, but similar type designs, and uh, selling them at the America's largest Christmas bazaar in the past, and some here at Camas Gallery as well.
1: Well, sure looks like a fun way to remember 2020 and celebrate a local artist. Visit ClarkCountyToday.com to read the full story. Chuck Mulligan says he wants to ring a bell at least once a year for 75 years. Of course, he knows that will make him 102 years old, but he's got a dream. For now, though, he's rang the bell for Salvation Army on Friday, giving him 58 consecutive years, all in Vancouver, too. The Salvation Army's Red Kettle Campaign is famous worldwide and it takes volunteers to make it work. Chuck said he is a people person and a good listener too. It's his M.O. to give back to the Salvation Army every year and get to know his neighbors a few seconds at a time. Thank you, Chuck, for volunteering again and again and again. And there is still time for you to volunteer to ring a bell this season. If you're interested, you can call the Salvation Army at 360-448-2146. Well, there's a look at the stories we've got for you at ClarkCountyToday.com. Be sure to check in with us on all the social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to see when stories are posted and join the conversation. You can also send us your story ideas and feedback to our email, which is news at ClarkCountyToday.com. From all of us, I'm Jacob Graneman. Thanks so much for watching. Have a great night and a great weekend, and we'll see you again on Monday.